Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is A Growth Spurt, a short episode where I share a bite-sized way you can increase your progress today. As we start this growth spurt, I am going to level with you. Some people have been really kind to reach out to me and say, like, how are you doing post-baby? And my answer typically is, it's great, and it's also been a huge adjustment. And when I say that, it's like actually an understatement. This is my fifth kid and I hadn't forgotten what it was like to have a baby, but honestly, I had forgotten, forgotten. (laughs) This deep level of sacrifice has not been something I've had to do the past few years. I didn't realize how fully independent my other four kids had become. So it has been a lot. It's been good and it's also been hard. And one of the hardest parts about this adjustment has been this feeling I have at the end of the day that I couldn't get anything done. Now I say this, I'm recording it as I have a baby on my lap right now, because we're going to go on a little trip tomorrow. And I was like, I need to get this done now. So it's not like I'm not getting things done. I know this, but because most of my day is revolving around feeding the baby, changing him, trying to get him to do tummy time and read to him and then put him down, he takes a short nap and then it all repeats again. At the end of the day, I look at it and think about all the things that were left undone, which is admittedly quite a lot. And while I know it will get better over time, and also while I am so in love with this baby and embracing this period of time, That part of the adjustment of feeling unproductive has been really challenging to me 
and my sense of self because I tend to be more of a doer. I shared about this in a post on Instagram about a month in. I was just starting to walk again and I wanted to share in a post like, ladies, just please be gentle with your body. And I shared about how in other postpartum times I wasn't gentle and I basically ruined my pelvic floor. And um, that's why I can't really run anymore. I can jog a little here and there, but I can't do what I used to be able to do. And when I shared that, I also shared as part of it, like this all ties into how we as women are especially challenged that our worth lies in our productivity and being able to exercise sooner seems to be part of that. And there was this incredible comment that I want to read to you word for word. Quote, a mantra that helps me whenever I have a baby and have similar urges to go, go, go is being present is being productive. I have to tell myself that several times a day, unquote. There were so many incredible comments on that post, but those five words, being present is being productive, honestly changed almost everything for me. It has helped me lean in more to this adjustment and to this season. It's helped me accept my limits better, which we have a whole other episode on. It's also helped me accept my capacity is less than it, than it was a couple months ago, but also even my fourth kid. That's been part of the challenge for me is I'm comparing myself to my adjustment after I had my fourth baby and how it was basically like no big deal. And this fifth baby, who's a sweet baby, I'm like, why is it so hard? It has helped me lean into all of it because I know what really matters is being present. What would it look like if we were to shift our idea of productivity? I know, right? Of course, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast. In fact, last week, we re-aired one of our most popular episodes of all time, and it was with Tanya Dalton about how to be more productive without being more busy. So it's not about being busy. It's about doing what matters most. It's about honoring your greatest priorities. But when our seasons shift and our priorities shift alongside those seasons, as well as our capacity to show up to that new season, I feel like this idea of productivity and what counts as being productive tends to lag behind what we're willing to accept in ourselves. We might be able to say, yes, this is, this is my, these are my new priorities right now, or uh, our schedules are shifting, or this child needs me, or this work thing, and we're willing to accept that, but we don't let ourselves change what being productive means. And that's where I want to push you today. I want to push you to try on that five-word mantra, being present is being productive. For me yesterday, that looked like really embracing the moments where I'm trying to teach this little one how to do tummy time, which I have admittedly been terrible about doing with him. So he's a little behind. So just laying on the ground with him and trying to coax him to put his head up. We have this like cute baby mirror for him to look in and it's helped him want to look at himself more. And I just felt present. I felt in the moment. And my little five-year-old was down on the floor with me. We were just giggling and patting his back. And like we were rolling a ball back and forth in front of him to kind of get his attention too and make him want to look up. And it was such a beautiful moment. But when I look back on the whole day, it was basically the same way I spent my, my day two months ago, but it felt completely different. I actually ended the day feeling productive because instead of kind of despairing over how I'm just like doing the same Groundhog Day thing, I, I'm in the moment. That's what I want for you and I want it for me 
to. That level of being present and being productive, I know it's going to shift for me. In a month, it could shift, but also in a year, five years and more. And this is where I'm going to circle back to another idea we've talked about a lot on this podcast, and it's flexibility. We can't live in the all or nothing place the rest of our lives, productivity included. Our world is not all or nothing. It's ever changing. And our priorities change and our capacities change. So we need to be flexible alongside these changing seasons. My challenge to you today is to be more gentle with yourself and let that five word mantra be your guide, especially if you're going through a season that is demanding adjusting from you too. Being present is being productive. Before I fully sign off, let's spotlight a progressor. Uh, Today, I want to spotlight the woman who gave that comment. Her name is Kaylin Beck, and she is on Instagram at that name if you want to look her up. It's K-A-I-L-I-N-B-E-C-K. I I love her bio. She says she's a mom to um, four kids, including little survivor twins, which just, oh, mama, you really know what it means to how being present is being productive. So thank you so much for that incredible comment that changed so much for me. And I hope you own it as well. Before you go, I want to just encourage you to get on the wait list for Finding Me Academy. I am going to work on it the next like however many months until we launch it, hopefully in the fall. And I'm just doing it bit by bit, but don't you worry. I've already been working on it for over a year. So now it's just finalizing things. Finding Me Academy is my old progress program, my old coaching program magnified into a year long program. It's a course, it's a community and it's coaching. Those on the wait list will get access to an early bird opening. So you can find the wait list link in the show notes. Thank you for listening today and for your patience as I kind of bounce this little guy in my lap and record. I won't be doing this for big episodes, that's for sure. I'm so glad you were here. Now go and do something with what you learned today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.